Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening. It is here that all are invited to this happy place where the young and young at heart can explore, laugh, and listen together. Get ready as the magic awaits you like never before. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Under the sea, under the sea, nobody beat us, fry us, and eat us in fricassee. Waterland folks loves to cook. Under the sea, we have to hook up. We got no troubles. Life is the bubble. What's up, everyone? And Jumbo to the happiest podcast on earth, episode 36. Looking forward to another fun episode of a Disney breakdown. We will be breaking down Frontierland this time. Super excited. One of my old homes when I worked at Disney. So we will get into that and, of course, get into some Disney news. But first, of course, I am Jarrett Fenema. Happy to be here. I am joined here by my lovely co-host, Mitch. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Lauren. Hello, hello. Nick. Hey, everyone. And AJ. Hey, everyone. I feel like Nick and Mitch, we have not seen you guys in so long. So <laughs> well, welcome back. It's been a little while. <laughs> we're back, though. It's definitely been a bit. Mitch, when's the last time you've even been on? Oh, man, it's been uh, probably two months. This People is my first time away. on with Mitch. In two months, yeah. Passed away, dude. <laughs> no, no, man. It's school and golf. We had a reward out for your, uh, for you, so. Uh, but definitely excited to have you guys here. Obviously, we're missing some people, but again, we will have a great time. Looking forward to it. So, uh, you can find us on all social media platforms for the most part: uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Happiest Podcast on Earth. You can also email us if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, anything. Please feel free to let us know. You can email us at happiestpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, basically any podcast platform. Just look for us, Happiest Podcast on Earth. You can check us out. Look for the new logo that we had a couple weeks ago. Definitely excited to have that. Quick shout-out again to Park Hopper Page. If you're on Instagram, check out her page. You can also find her at pagedesigns.co. That's P A I G E designs.co. You can find her on Twitter or Instagram on that name as well. She did an amazing job with our logo. She was just a listener. She reached out to us. She did a fantastic job. Big, big shout out to her. She does amazing work. So hit up Paige. She's great to work with. And again, she does. A fantastic job so shout out to you Paige. love you um, i love the logo so much i do too i'm hooked i cannot wait to like wear it on something it looks yeah. so good so that is i feel like every week we had we just like get random moments where we've just been like sending random like clothing lines like things <laughs> that like things we want to put on shirts with our logo on it so I'm uh, telling you, if I do not get a crop top out of this, like a long sleeve crop top, <laughs> let me tell you, that will be the cutest thing I own. I swear. Oh, I'm uh, so excited. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Who knows? Coming up. We might be selling those soon. So, and doing some giveaways. But anyways, let's do some Disney news. All right. I feel like we have to kick off Disney news before we get into all of you guys and what you have for me. I'm a little disappointed Mel isn't here because she she's like a big time singer. She's 
fantastic at it. I've been trying to get her to do like audio clips so we can play them on the pod to like compare to like all the people that she's criticized. (laughs) (laughs) This was one of them, but we have to talk about uh, Little Mermaid Live, which was shown on ABC uh, just, what was that, yesterday? Last night. Just yesterday. So uh, obviously there's been a lot of feedback. I think if you haven't heard it by now, you've just been locked in your basement with no service. But did anybody watch it? Did any of you guys watch the show? I watched the first hour. Um, and I said, I recorded it just in case I fell asleep. Cause we all know I go to bed like a grandma. <laughs> and at some point an hour in, I just decided to roll over and not even try to stay awake anymore. And I feel terrible Dang. even saying that, but I just couldn't. Big oof. Yeah. yeah. I had all intentions of finishing it today, but I just ran out of time. I so, literally could not find a way to stream it. Okay. So does it do All right. This and is, I gave up. I was like, this is ABC, isn't you're the worst because. YouTube. For some reason, ABC live stream wouldn't work. And it says it's my city that I'm in. Like it's blocked out. And I was so disappointed. I don't know if it's like that for a lot of cities for ABC, but it would not let me live stream, which whatever. I wasn't that disappointed, but anyways. Uh, From what I saw, it wasn't like super amazing. So whatever. So, So Mel, I know watched the whole thing. Again, she was, wasn't too excited about it. She she texted me that. And then I actually went through today and just watched like every live portion of it, which of a two hour special, I think was only about 30 minutes of the show because <laughs> the, the rest of it was literally just the animated film. Uh, but these, are, I had some notes that I put, and this is like, I just flew through these notes. I said, the best, probably the best thing about the whole thing was the intro at the beginning with the old school Disney logo, like just from the movie. Oh my gosh. Uh, the dog stole the show. The yes. real, yeah, that real dog looked exactly like the dog in the film. Killed it. Uh, these are my good things that I had about it. Ariel, <laughs> uh, the girl that played Ariel, I forget her name. She's cute. So that, that's all I said. She's cute. Uh, Shaggy. Shaggy's my boy. Shaggy. I don't know what it is, but he's like bad and good. I like love he having Shaggy. Okay, is it he literally just wore like a red suit? Yes. Like a jumpsuit okay. almost. He so, wore a red leather the suit. They couldn't even put some claws on him. And it was just, you know, his legs and his arms. That was it. He was probably this, like, I'm Shaggy. This is all I need to do. Like, uh-uh, not putting any claws on me. So I, I'll get to my bad list, but the, fitting in with that, I put, I put Shaggy's outfit for bad. And I said, it's an off-brand Michael Jackson thriller outfit. <laughs> you are the red <laughs> yeah that was bad you're right he should have claws or so like he wasn't even dressed everybody else was kind of like dressed up and he just and he kept doing like hand motions to try to make it look like he was he was trying to get into character it was weird um i said is it prince eric right yeah yes prince eric i thought his voice was very good i liked his voice i also i thought everybody everybody had a pretty good voice but i mean definitely fell flat eric was quiet kind of like he didn't seem like as energetic as I felt like he should have in certain songs. I, thought, I actually really liked him. I thought he was precious. Uh, and precious. I like that John Stamos just embraced how like kind of awkward it was in the comedy portion. I don't know if you saw yeah. the John Stamos. I didn't portion. make it that far. I heard mixed um, reviews about him. He's he's just he played it off as like it was the whole comedic thing. Like you could tell he was just kind of joking around. I like, love like, how much he's John so Stamos loves funny. Disney. The Le Poison. Le Poison. Um, apparently in an interview he was like oh i should have played 
Prince Adam, or he said oh, something. Oh, that's what he that said. He said, uh, Prince Eric. And people he said, were like, I knew I should have played Prince Albert. Albert. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I don't know what it was. And this is going to come off as bad, but I promise it's not. Was there a large mermaid in the animated feature? The host? No, like of, when the, all the mermaids, like Ariel's sisters or whatever. Was like there a, a big heavier? one? Um, I don't remember. Okay. I don't I know why, but this one had like a really, I don't know, she was bigger. And I was like, I, are you, I didn't know Are you talking that. about they had Amber C. Riley as like a host? And that was like her, because I looked it up because I didn't know if she was, was at she the a intro mermaid? at the beginning. I don't know who Amber C. Riley is. So She was Mercedes Jones from Glee. <gasps> I love her! <laughs> I don't think, she, no, she sang in that. Yeah, she sang she the was, opening. Like, she, she was, was like, brilliant. The host. She was really oh, good. Of course. Her voice but is no, there was just like one of the separate mermaid sisters. And it was just All kind of, of anyways. This was probably the worst thing about the entire thing was Flounder looked like he was on crack cocaine. <laughs> Did you see the Flounder? <laughs> It looked like from a, it looked what? like from an eighties ride. What like, was that? I, I did I see photos and it was like you versus the girl. She tells you not to worry about, and it was like the flounder <laughs> from the live version, and then the flounder that they used in the parks, which is like this huge full body yeah. flounder. Oh my <laughs> so god! That that was bad. I did. I said they, Shaggy's outfit was bad. I said okay. They just had so much potential with this cast. Yeah. Oh, it was, I mean, it was a rock star cast. There were so many people. They could have done so much with it. It looks like they got like the production notice like a week ago, and they only had a week to make all these arts and crafts. And then so they're like, okay, we'll just do like random songs okay. here and there. So I'll feed off that too. So I said, in Under the Sea, all the fish costumes looked like they came off of like a five dollar Halloween costume rack, which like, is they so didn't sad. Look good. They did like, not look good. All the money went to John Stamos's uh, <laughs> salary. <laughs> That's all um, where all the money went. Sorry. Like the first like 10 minutes. I was like, oh, this is so cute. It had so yeah. much potential. And then it just kind of just fell flat. It was very underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I said Ursula when she came out, which was, what was it? Queen Latifah? Yeah, um, I heard she was incredible. She was oh, great. Sang well. Um, her costume, I didn't really like too much. Like the tentacles part. She like ripped off her tentacles to walk on stage and it just kind of. Her hair cool. At least she had tentacles, Shaggy. She did have tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I don't know if it's like this in the movie, but the guy, the guy who was playing Eric, Prince Eric, his belt was crooked the entire time. And I, I don't know what it was, but it was like ticking me off that like the belt buckle portion was like diagonal, like on the side of his hip. And that was Google making that. That probably Anyways. didn't. And obviously the singing happen. was flat at multiple points, but it's a live show. I get it. It can be hard, but anyways, I wish we could have heard Mel, but oh, I have a, we had some really funny comments, by the way, from guests or from our listeners about that. Um, How my grandma responded. This is really funny. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, shoot. Where did I put it? Oh, Come on, Jarrett. Here we go. I'm on it. Wait, dang it. All right. I'll get to him once I find it. Um, does anybody have any Disney news for me? I'll look while you get into that. Yeah, so. I'll start. Or I'll go. So this one was really exciting to my family. It was going on in our group chat today. So, or the other day, Pixar is to release its first project with Filipino American characters. And I am half Filipino. Oh. So 
and which was really cool because we just got Coco from my Mexican side and I learned more about Mexican heritage from that movie than I ever have in my life. Um, <laughs> That's adorable. But so from Cur- courtesy of Pixar, it's new short is going to be called Float and it's coming out November 12th on Disney+. Plus. Um, it's one of six projects that they're working on and it is believed to be the first time ever that a Filipino American character has been featured in animation and it's also the first time Pixar Pixar has introduced Filipino CGI characters in so animation. That's really yeah, apparently. Wow. So I don't know if that's, that's like awesome. American that's animation great. or what, but I just think that's so cool. And we're just getting more culture everywhere. Thanks, Disney. I need some German and Dutch and Polish now. What the <laughs> um, heck? I'm pretty sure like half the princesses. All the princesses. Are- <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Dang it. Yeah, you're right. I gotta look into their backgrounds. <laughs> All right, real quick. That is pretty awesome. (laughs) True. All right, so my Little Mermaid comments, I have them. Uh, Jody Tobin, a.k.a. my mom. What's up, mom? She said, great costumes and choreography for Little Mermaid. Park Park Hopper Page, our girl, she said, I can't get the image of Shaggy as Sebastian out of my head. (laughs) You're not alone, girlfriend. Some of these comments are hilarious. Um, Morgan Funder said, heard end of part of your world all i needed to hear decide to decide i wasn't watching ouch Big. Little, that one was a little rough little miss lay in the words of simon cowell it's a no from me <laughs> <laughs> oh no um disney inspired wife watch 10 minutes and turn it off yeah. man these are harsh maggie pierce um good but uh oh good but prince eric was low-key way too quiet when singing Amen. I 100% agree with you there. I didn't even know he could sing. I'd... Anyways, that's all. So there you go. Those are funny. Thank you for those, by the way, to all you listeners out there. Wait, so, my grandma responded. What'd she Hi, say? Danny. She said she didn't like it, but the cast was wonderful, but they didn't mesh. <laughs> I, I got the notification on my phone that she responded, and I was like, oh, yeah, love it. <laughs> love it. All right, does anybody else have Disney news for me? I do, but it's on the um, the darker end of things. It's, it's, really it's good to get out of the way, Mitch. What do you got? Yeah, well, a man was arrested at Walt Disney World and charged with battery for groping a princess oh. um, while taking oh. a photo. Yikes. Yeah, throw him in jail. Big no-no. Ever and ever. So apparently it happened in the grotto area, and he just... Not a good week for Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. She's he really... Allegedly said... Um, you're my favorite princess and continued to put his arm underneath her costume. <gasps> and he was immediately arrested and charged. So. Nope. Uh, nope. Ariel nope. punched him in the face. Yeah. So we got, at least we, at least he's arrested and he's charged now. So, Girl. but that is. And hopefully uh, banned from everything Disney for the rest of his life. Amen. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna sure shame, he will be. I'm gonna shame him. His name is Brian Sherman, 51 years old. I didn't know if we want to say that out loud. Oh no, it. no, it's. I mean, it's. It's news. public news now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he he was a registered sex offender since 1991. Ugh. Uh, the cast members actually had to shut down the meet and greet because the victim was visibly shaken and crying. Oh, I don't which is blame. Just, yeah, that is oh, so I can't terrible. Even yeah, that's awful. I'd, I'd be throwing on my punching gloves and ready to go against that guy. Take him out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, not good news. Thanks, Mitch. <laughs> you told him to get it out of the way. I know. That's good. I'm I sorry. had that on mine, too. So. It is Disney news. All right, cool. Anybody else? 
yeah really quickly i'm just this will be super quick i'm just really excited about it but they just came out with like the list of food for the christmas party and christmas season over at magic kingdom and some of this stuff actually looks so good and so cute so some of it is available daily for instance like the olaf's frozen hot chocolate cake is at main street bakery it's super colorful it's literally like pancata so it's like not frozen hot chocolate so i was a little disappointed at that but and then like your snowflake brownie at casey's corner Things like that are available all day. And then you have some that are like party exclusive. For instance, Gaston's cheese dip has beer cheese dip with smoked bacon bits Yum. and breadstick mm. antlers. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'll be getting that as soon as I walk yeah. in the park. Hello. <laughs> yeah, and like some of these just, oh, I'll, I'll retweet it on our Twitter. It looks so good. And one more that I was really excited about is an Orange Bird Christmas. And it's a party exclusive at the Sunshine Tree Terrace. And it's like white chocolate mousse filled with like orange curd on a citrus oh. cream cake. And it's so cute. It has a little orange bird on it. And oh, I love I'm it. I'm already so more cute. excited for this stuff than I was the Halloween stuff. All of it looks oh. so good. And like luckily a lot of the good stuff is available daily and not just during the party. Yeah. But there are a few things. And like the souvenir cups and stuff are really cute. There's a giant ornament that's a popcorn bucket. And there's also like a light up tree popcorn bucket and a Sven sipper, which looks a little funny, but like. I'll probably buy it anyways. <laughs> but yeah, everything just looks so cute, and I'm so ready for Christmas. I put my Christmas tree up today, so I'm excited. <laughs> so random. I know we'll go probably do a more detailed thing about the Christmas party and the Christmas foods and stuff, but does anyone else ever wonder why they call it frozen hot chocolate? It, it, it's suddenly oh, not. I I, yeah, I guess I never I really thought about it. I love hot chocolate anymore, and I'm a fan of it, but I've never understood why is it frozen hot chocolate? Why Because it tastes like hot chocolate? chocolate, but frozen. Like, they used to have it at Dairy Queen, and it was, like, <laughs> it just, frozen hot chocolate. These are the things that keep me up at night. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't slept Other for days. It's, like it's been blowing my mind. That doesn't sound as cool. Frozen hot chocolate sounds, like, mysterious, and you're like, ooh. ooh. But, like, it's frozen, and it's hot. I don't get it. <laughs> so, frozen and hot, then you get it, it's not. So Marketing. we're going to post pictures of this stuff on instagram and twitter because now we need to torture the listeners because i'm staring at it i'm craving a milkshake at this point now just from staring Ooh, at this there's but, so much cookie butter stuff there's cookie butter cook, cookie butter excuse me soft serve at one point and the milkshake oh, yeah the cookie the soft serve looks amazing uh-huh. the santa mickey waffle sunday you see that mm. yes that's available all day too red velvet oh. waffle topped with mint chocolate chip ice cream Guys, okay. I cannot wait for Christmas episode. Oh my gosh. The cinnamon roll looks the cinnamon roll looks so good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. One of the parties I'm I had dying. to stand out at the greeter bakery area and just hold that. That thing is huge and heavy. Like my arms were sore. I had to hold it for like three hours. Uh-uh. That thing's huge. <laughs> I was like, damn, I need to work out more. <laughs> it was bad. Says the college athlete. No one else would have been able to do it if you can't. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. valid. No <laughs> they're huge and everyone kept going by on me and all the dads would be like oh for me thank you and i'm like yeah, <laughs> leave me alone it's such a dad move it is that's how you know you hear that coming out from the corner and you're like hello father it's- <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's like a dad radar all right i'm gonna feed off of the christmas spirit so they also had a sneak peek at merchandise which is exclusive to mickey's very merry christmas party of course you can get a spirit jersey that has mickey's very merry christmas party it's actually pretty cool looking um you can get that obviously magic bands there are ornaments you can get pins uh you can also get clothing you know t-shirts things like that so take a look at that we can post that stuff too if you're big into the merchandise Alani um, just posted theirs too and it looks so cute ooh. they did i didn't realize they did a whole christmas line um and it's 
like tropical ears, like a little Santa hat on it. And oh, it makes cool. me want to go back, but you know, we can't afford that. Love it. Can't afford that. All right, cool. Anybody else have anything? Um, similar on that note, as you, if you've been following on our Instagram, you notice that it is now November. So it is now Christmas in the Magic <laughs> Kingdom and all the yeah. other parks. So they said um, Thanksgiving who? Yeah. So they literally changed everything in two days. Um, yeah. they, tree went up i think on the third so that was officially up insane and how stay fast up they until were like january so crazy but yeah I'm i thought so i thought you were gonna say it's obviously november because jared's got the old no shave november oh. going on oh god <laughs> watch out for the stash coming towards theater near you yike true horror movie <laughs> it's, true horror. it's so bad and dirty anyway <laughs> Um, cool. Thank you for that. Speaking of, again, we're going to get into a lot of Christmas stuff. Uh, Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks will be live streamed, uh, November 8th. So in a couple days, is when that you're the hearing this, it the might be day party? of. So what's that? Is that the theme for the Christmas party fireworks is Minnie? Like she's yeah, a host. Minnie's wonderful <gasps> oh. Christmas time fireworks. Minnie and Christmas yeah. and fireworks. My dream. I'm going to cry. If I don't make, if I don't make a trip in December, my life is ruined. <laughs> My life is ruined. <laughs> so these will be the fireworks that will uh, be presented during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. You can find that at DisneyParks.com slash blog. Again, uh, hop on their website November 8th at night there, and you can check out the live stream to see firsthand what it looks like. I'm excited to see what they look like. So there's that. Uh, also, some Disney. I have some Disney news here for you. So Disney Plus plans to open uh, information kiosks inside Disney Springs and downtown Disney uh, starting November 12th when Disney Plus begins. Uh, so keeping out for that, it's going to have all the information, I think, of what you can see on there. If people have questions about Disney Plus, you can hit up those kiosks. Uh, it is $6.99 per month. I can't believe it's six days away. So I officially signed up yesterday. So I am ready. I still to have to. I, I'm always a last second guy. I don't know why, but I always have to. Um, <laughs> I did it yesterday because I was just like itching. I was like, I have to do something. I'm so ready. Like my life will be consumed for the next like month trying to catch up on everything. Like, I know what I'm doing during my holiday break. I have, <laughs> so we also have <laughs> more Christmas. Uh, Santa will be uh, available inside the Christmas tree trail at Disney Springs, November 8th through December 24th. You can find him to a meet and greet picture opportunity. Uh, the trail will be open 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Uh, it's kind of cool. You can actually do a mobile check-in for Santa, so you don't have to wait in line. Uh, they plan on having big lines, so you can go shop, do whatever you want to do, eat, whatever. Uh, and then once it's your turn, you can come back get that opportunity so that's good uh speaking of the christmas tree trail if you've never done it before uh it's a big obviously trail that has a bunch of different themed christmas trees uh it's got holiday music there's actually snow falling on you uh well snow, snow in parentheses i guess nope yeah snow so nope <laughs> like the amount of thought that goes into oh yeah snow i get it now i see what you did there nope um, there's also going to be food and beverage kiosk, merch kiosk along the trail. Uh, and of course you can see all the themed Christmas trees. I do have here that the different themes will be for each tree. Walt Disney World theme parks, Mickey and Minnie Mouse will be one, Beauty and the Beast, Sleeping Beauty, Aladdin, Frozen, Princess and the Frog, Little Mermaid, Mulan, Haunted Mansion, Snow White, Pinocchio, Toy Story, 
Disney villains, Dumbo, Cinderella, Robin Hood, Star Wars, Peter Pan, Tangled, The Lion King, Mary Poppins, and Fantasia. That those will be the themes of wow. the trees. Oof. You like that? I memorized that. Oh, it's, really, it's, it's really a good time. Thanks. It's really fun. I love. I do like that trail. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I do too. Um, Mitch, I'm surprised you didn't say this because you're into kind of downer news, and obviously this is sad. Uh, very, very <laughs> sad news but over the past weekend during the fall feast 5k there was a race participant who collapsed and passed away uh i didn't hear much about it like the what the reasoning was obviously maybe heart failure or things like that but um this was during the wine and dine half marathon weekend uh so thoughts and prayers to the family friends and loved ones if you are listening love you guys um yeah tough news there uh President Trump will be at the Grand Floridian on December 7th to attend a Republican Party fundraiser. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. If you are in the parks during that time, obviously security and everything will be hardcore for that at Grand hardcore. Floridian. So December 7th. He's also now a Florida resident, fun fact. Is he? He is. Yeah, yeah. he just made his like oh whatever club or whatever he owns down here his permanent residence i just saw a bunch of memes about it on twitter i don't know (laughs) all right uh i also saw mickey mouse will soon be appearing inside epcot's imagination pavilion in early 2020 he will greet fans and interact at the entrance to the disney uh disney and pixar uh short film festival you can find him there early 2020 uh for our movie movie news, uh, sources say Peyton Reed, the director of the first two Ant-Man movies, will be coming back and directing a third Ant-Man movie. Set to release 2022. We do not know the theme or the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Premise. Like what the movie's going to be like. I don't know. <laughs> don't, judge, don't judge. I don't know what the <laughs> word is. Whatever. And last but certainly least, because I, you, for people who know me, they know I hate this day. Dapper Day is almost here. <gasps> Yay, Disneyland just had theirs. The planet. Sure, you don't like fun. I hate Dapper Day. It is almost here, November fifteenth through the seventeenth. That weekend, avoid the parks at all costs. Go to the parks. Avoid it like it's the plague because it is the plague. You know, my favorite thing to do during that weekend is is like you go to the parks early in the morning, see how happy everyone is with like their stuff on, and then you go like three o'clock and they're all walking out drenched in sweat with like. And they can't (laughs) they can't walk in their heels anymore. Oh, the saddest thing is like when they Disney bound for you and you hear people ask, "Oh, well, who are you?" and you can just see the look of defeat on their face. I'm like, you poor baby. Uh, I don't feel bad. Anyway, you're terrible. Terrible man. All right, that's it for Disney news. All right, boys and girls. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time. Disney breakdown, Frontierland. All right, I can't wait for this one. Um, We sound so excited! Wow. I am pumped. So I will go through. First off, I'll go through the results so far. We have gone through four different lands located within the four parks in Walt Disney World. Uh, we have come to a consensus rating for each land. Uh, you, the listeners, we also have you guys vote on a scale of one to 10 on the lands as well. Right now we did the world showcase, which is currently in first place for us with a 7.8 total ranking or, or rating. Number two is Adventureland with a 7.6. So very close behind it. Number three is Tomorrowland at a 6.2. 
And in last place, which I'm very surprised, this is like we gave this a terrible score. Fantasyland, a 5.8 total rating. Oof. That is disappointing. Yeah. That was I, before my time. It's tough. I think we had like two or three of us, though, that gave it a very, very low rating. So that kind of obviously took it down a lot. Um, for you, the listeners, kind of the same. Some things flipped around. World Showcase is number one at an 8.4. Fantasyland is actually in second place with an 8.3. Adventureland is at a 7.6. And Tomorrowland is in last at a 6.6. So as we move on and compare Frontierland to those, we'll see where it ranks. Listen to this, and at the end, we'll give you our scores. So let's get into it. So we're going to do things a little different for this Disney breakdown. What I want to do is we're not going to rate every single attraction, every single restaurant. Uh, We're simply just going to go through each one. I did ask my fellow co-hosts here uh, kind of where they rank each restaurant and where they rank each um, attraction compared to one another. And we'll kind of go through from bottom to top to see uh, what we like the most and what we do not like the most in Frontierland. So let's get through it. Uh, keep in mind, I did not include the Walt Disney World Railroad on this, even though that technically is an attraction. I'm going to save that for when we do like Main Street or something, because technically that's in like multiple lands. So, uh, all right, let's do it. So Frontierland, first off, this was one of the lands that was open since the park opened. Uh, there are three attractions. There were three attractions that were there from the very beginning. You had the Walt Disney World Railroad. You had Davy Crockett's Explorer Canoes, which closed in 1994. And you had the one and only Country Bear Jamboree. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, So now you you can also find Tom Sawyer Island, which opened in 1973. Big Thunder Mountain, which opened in 1988. And Splash Mountain, which opened in 1992. So we're going to go through it. Let's go through the restaurants first, food and beverage options that you can find. Again, there's always going to be those little kiosks. We'll kind of go through the bigger ones here. So um, so we have three that you can really go to in Frontierland. Number three on the list, Westward Ho. Uh, You can get frozen lemonade, cold brew coffee, hot tea, chips, corn dogs, sweet and spicy chicken skewers, and candied bacon skewers. You can also go for breakfast in the morning and get muffins, breakfast sandwiches. Um, kind of ranges from like five to ten dollars for most of these things. So, do you guys have anything to say about Westward Ho? I've literally never heard heard about it until you sent us the list of things to rate. Yeah. And I, I rated it based off the fact that they had frozen lemonade because I love frozen lemonade. <laughs> like I've never heard of it. Like I have no idea what this well, is. So it's the stand that is near like the walking bridge that goes from. Like, say you're walking from... Frontierland to Adventureland? Yeah. No. 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 Or not it's a- right across from Pecos. That Are walking you? bridge that is to the... Well, that right. goes around the Little Lake. Oh. Right through, like, around, like the one on the corner America. right there. Okay. That big oops, that big wood wow. kind of cabin looking. Literally place. had no recollection of it. Yeah. I was just like, frozen lemonade? Okay, cool. My I guess thing is that they have their corn dogs, which is my favorite, are frozen mm. corn dogs. The only place in the park to get hand-dipped corn dogs Mm. is um where the funnel cakes are oh uh, yeah adventureland Adventureland. what liberty square liberty square yes where you get the yeah sleepy they have hand dip Mm -hmm. no no (laughs) 
I'm losing yes. my mind. I don't know. I'm tired, guys. <laughs> Anyways. Obviously, none yes. of us care enough about what's So they have frozen corn dogs, and they're not the same. So they went to the bottom of my list. Got it. I was going to say, I mean, story. it's got your very basic snacks if you're trying to get something quick, which a lot of times the line is actually very long for this place anyways. But um, Don't they have churros too? They used to. I think I don't think they do anymore, apparently. Oh. So there's that. Um, so I don't know. Does anybody have anything else to say about Westward Ho? It's kind of simple, basic. There you go. All right, number two <laughs> on the list, Golden Oak Outpost. This is the kind of the same, kind of a smaller stand located across from Pecos Bills near Adventureland. So on your way to Adventureland, it'll be on your right-hand side. Uh, chicken breast nuggets. I think they're always known just to have their chicken nuggets. Loaded waffle fries, chili cheese waffle fries, loaded onion rings, chili cheese onion rings. Ranges from $10, $7, kind of around there. You can also get warm chocolate chip cookie, milkshakes. Here we go, the milkshakes. I'm craving them. Um, <laughs> Uh, which run for about $7. There you go. What do you got for Golden Oak? Is this a go-to when you go to the parks? So let's talk about a little bit of history here. Does, oh, no. You used to be McDonald's. Anyone remember? Yeah, it used to be McDonald's. French McDonald's, fries. yes. And, and it was yes. like the busiest place on all the property just because it was McDonald's. McDonald's. And they, were they had so the fries good. there. And it was always so packed because that yes. was like a partnership that Disney had, which was um, – And there's one in every park. Yep, yep. I, that's literally all I know that place for was McDonald's French fries. I've never been. They're the only place in the park that has waffle fries, and I actually really like their waffle fries. But they're only open till five, I think, or like that when the sense. sun goes down. They have like weird hours. That makes sense. I have had their waffle fries before. I did. They're pretty good. They're very yeah. crispy. Not bad, but um. Their chicken nuggets are just chicken mm. nuggets. Mm. Anyone else? Literally never been there. Uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just don't spend enough time in Frontierland. By like by the time I get to Frontierland, I've already like ate at four different places. So I'm just worried about getting on like Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. True. So I mean I I don't know if that's why it's called Golden Oak now, is because it used to be McDonald's and I think it Golden. is. I think it was called Golden Oak when it was. Okay, McDonald's. I didn't even put that like together. it's like an ode to the Golden Arches. Golden Arches. Yeah. yeah. But that was definitely a go to spot in Magic Kingdom. Like, especially before the parade and stuff, the place was always so jammed. Yeah. People like wanted McDonald's French fries. And they're you always know, the so same. I, they taste the same everywhere you go. But I'm sorry, but the chicken nuggets are, are, at Disney are so good. So oh, yeah. You can't no. go wrong. Yeah, I agree. But cool. And then number one on the Pecos list. Bells. Pecos Bill. Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. It's so, so good. It's so uh, good. It's Pecos Bill is like service. my go-to and quick at mm -hmm. the parks. Oh. I feel like it's so hit or miss. So, like some of the dishes I love, and other ones I'm like, this is disgusting. Yeah, I, think I actually I love just the build your own that you can do the toppings. Yeah, that's like the redeeming quality of Pecos is like everyone's like, oh, a toppings bar. Oh my gosh, it's like free. And they used to it's have good. the free walk. They used to have the free walk there, but yeah. they took it away because Rip. people had to abuse it as always. I used to watch people go in there and literally take spoons, oh. spoons, <laughs> block, and just that's take it out of there. Like I don't know, like where else are you gonna put that on? Like anything else in the park? What'd you it say? Has, like, it has like a lot of good indoor seating area. Like I see a lot of families go in there just yeah. to And also they usually have really cool sipper cups. Like they had the sipper cup for uh the haunted mansion, like hitchhiking ghosts, that's where the sped cup is gonna be. Like they're trying to get people in there. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it's usually bad. I love Pecos Bills. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so they have, for those of you that don't know or haven't been there, they have fajitas, Southwest salads, chicken nachos, rice bowls, jerk chicken, lettuce wraps, tacos, cheese cheeseburgers, of course. You gotta have um, it. Ranges from about ten to fifteen dollars. But again, if you're looking for a quick service, it's again, it's it's a quick option. The food is usually pretty dang good. Of course, we talked about the toppings bar, always popular. Um, if you are looking for the plant-based items, again, that's kind of new with Disney. They do have a Southwest cheeseburger, which is a plant-based burger, and a veggie rice bowl. Um, the cheeseburger is $13, rice bowl is $10. So um, you can also, for dessert, you can get mini churros. So there you go. There's your churros. Mini churros, $6. Um, and then basic beverages, you can also do mobile order. So if it's a very busy day, make sure you hop on your phone, hop on the app. You can do a mobile order. But again, I love Pecos. Love it. Really good. Yeah. So there you go. That That's your food and beverage options there within Frontierland. Let's get into it. The main thing here, the attractions. So again, we're going to kind of go through. So there's four main attractions located within Frontierland. I will go in order from least favorite to favorite uh let's get into it tom sawyer island inspired by mark twain uh you can journey by a log raft at tom's landing to cross the rivers of america onto the island uh from there you enjoy a self-guided tour through forest wood mills suspension bridges caves and a frontier fort uh you can find harper's mill engine joe's cave tom sawyer savage fort and more what do you guys think? I like Tom it. Sawyer's Island. I like going there. I mean, I think it's, um, if you've never done it before, it's definitely something that if you don't have, if you have a break in between your fast passes or something in Frontierland and you're just like looking for something to do, it's definitely some place to go walk around and look. I don't know. I, I like it personally. I'll do it. If I'm there by myself, yeah, I'll go do it. You know? I want to play hide and seek there with a bunch of friends, oh, but yeah. all my DCP friends left me. So oh. you guys... <laughs> come down here happiest podcast oh my gosh happiest podcast hide and seek event oh my gosh i was just talking to my mom about this last time i was there i because i was like oh we should go over there because that one i not dramatic and saying i don't think i've done it in 20 years Mm. (laughs) i've only done it like twice since i've lived here but like it's cute it's cool i know Mm. i really should go back we'll go when I think that together, says something we'll more because I, I do think a lot of people just pass by it and yeah. just feel like they don't have the time because I think it's Same a day with, and age. Um, where, so it's family Robinson. Yeah. I think it's a day and age where people just want to do the rides, like thrill rides, and they don't appreciate the, I don't know. This is me being old and saying, dang kids. <laughs> kids. Um, but you're right. Yeah. Nick, what are your thoughts? Have you been over to the um, old Tom Sawyer Island? Yeah, been a few times. It's pretty much it. One thing that's cool though is they do have a restaurant on there called Aunt Polly's that's only open seasonally, um, and apparently they have a really good barbecue slider that they do. Ooh. But it's open like very, very like limited times. Yeah, I was gonna say with all the times I've been there, I don't think I've ever seen it open. No. And like, didn't they used Most to do this thing where like? They would hide like a key or something on the island, and if you mm. found the key, then you got a free fast pass. The paintbrushes. Yeah, paintbrushes. Paintbrush, yeah. yeah. Blake was telling me then, about that. How his family used to do that like every day, and then one year they went, and they just didn't have the paintbrush, and they were looking around for it. They asked a caster, but they're like, "Oh, did somebody already find it?" 
and they were like, oh, we stopped that like months ago. <laughs> like, oh, that's so yeah, sad. Because people started taking them home and they're like, well, yeah. now you're not going to have anything nice. <laughs> Sell them on eBay. <laughs> so I can't have nice things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who's our boy? What's our boy's name? Backstage, Disney Back- Backdoor. I don't whatever. know why. I should know his name, but. Backdoor no. Disney, that's what it was. Backdoor Disney. Right? Patrick Spikes. Patrick yeah. Spikes. That's his <laughs> Patrick name. Patrick Spikes. Patrick <laughs> Spikes stealing paintbrushes. Uh, um, um, anyways, yeah, my notes, I said it's. It is one of the most relaxing spots to like sit in one of those like rocking chairs and just kind of mm. enjoy. It's not as loud over there. It's nice and quiet um, other than the screaming kids in the caves, but other than that, everything was good. Uh, so the cabin scene over there used to be, uh, the cabin used to actually be on fire. That was the theme of it um, until 2005. And due to pipe corrosion, they couldn't do that anymore. So now it's just a basic cabin. Uh, I had, let's see. Oh, so Fort Langhorn, um, used to be known as Fort Sam, Sam Clemens. Uh, the name changed when a new movie was released in 1996. Sam Clemens is actually Mark Twain's real name. So that's where the Fort name came from. Uh, Mark Twain's or Sam Clemens real middle name is actually Langhorn. So that's where they got the name for the new Fort. Um, I did have the paintbrushes again. You could go around finding those. You could get a prize, usually a fast pass. Um, another fun fact, Harper's Mill on the island includes a little hidden gem commemorating the 1937 Disney film, The Old Mill. Uh, when you look around in the mill, you'll find an owl and a bluebird in there. That's from the movie, The Old Mill in 1937. So kind of a cool little Disney Imagineers way to give a little shout out to that movie. So there you go. That's what I have. So, happiest podcast, hide and seek event coming soon. <laughs> so, there you go. Anyways, number three. And I, I'm disappointed. This is number three. You're Country so Bear Jamboree. Oh. I'm glad it beat out Tom Sawyer because I would have really flipped a lid. But <laughs> he would have rioted. I would. Oh, <laughs> Country Bear Jamboree. So, it's found at the old Grizzly Hall. It has 18 audio animatronics of singing bears that perform a 16 minute show. Um, they have original and classic tunes that they sing during the show. What do y'all got for me? Give me some great feedback on country bear Jamboree. What do you I love, most love about country it? bear. It is a go-to. I have to do it every single time I'm there. Yes. It's cute, but the audio needs an update. Last time I went, I couldn't hear a single word they were saying. So it was just a bunch of bears being like, rah, 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 rah. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Gosh. Well, that's what bears do sound like. So. like you need to evacuate okay. from <laughs> No, but like the songs are just so funny because like if you actually listen to them and it's like blood on the saddle, talking about wine being the chaser for your tears, yeah. boys turning you on and then turning you down and you're like, yeah. excuse me, sir, this is not universal. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening? I love but it. But I, I kind of like that because like as a kid, like I never – caught that and so now as an adult it gives you something to laugh about because you can catch on to that and you know that I don't what love that <laughs> you even got that like old Disney like uh Disney channel like TV shows and stuff now you watch it and you're like oh oh yeah good even <laughs> reg- the old animated movies there's always something <laughs> that you never caught as a kid yeah we love it thank you Disney for those little gems <laughs> This show definitely has that. Um, so, fun <laughs> facts. 
the show was actually originally meant for a ski resort that Walt wanted to build in California's Sequoia National Park. Uh, plans fell through when Walt died, um, and the resort no longer happened, so they moved it to the parks. So, makes sense. Bunch of singing bears. Why not? Uh, they did used to have a Christmas show, so they would change it into a Christmas show from 1984 to 2001 during the holidays. Um, this was during 1984 to 2001 in Disneyland and 1984 to 2006 in Florida. Obviously, they don't and do that any longer. Um, it's just kind it. of the same show. I know. Um, real fun facts for you. Melvin the Moose. Uh, you can see him hung up on the wall there. Melvin the Moose, the voice of Melvin, is also the voice of Roger in 101 Dalmatians and Cinderella's father. Just hmm. a fact. And Buff, who is also up there, obviously the buffalo, that is the voice of Tony the Tiger. Fun fact. Um, there you go. <laughs> Start spreading the word, everyone. Uh, Bubbles, who is one of the little bears that sing the, the guys turn me on, turn me down. Uh, she is also, so her voice, she is also the opera voice in the Haunted Mansion when you go through the big final scene there. So there you go. That's all I got for country bears. It's ranked too low in our list. <laughs> Should be, should be number two. But hey, if they mm. fix the audio so that I, I can had it too, performance. I, feel any better. I will give you that. The audio feels like you need to crank it up like a hundred times louder than what it is because you can't hear anything. Can't. And like, it's even bad. if it was cranked up, it sounds like someone put quarters in a blender. Oof. Yeah, it, it was really bad last time I went. Not mm. going to lie. <laughs> a shout out to my boy, Big Al. He's my second favorite Disney character. Love him. <laughs> and liver lips. And Zeke and Zed and Ted and Fred and Barry and Tennessee. Oh my gosh. Anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> Number two on the list for top attractions inside Frontierland, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Number I'm a little what? Yeah. This was uh this was very, right very close. Very, very close. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> uh Big Thunder Mountain, it's a fast pass plus attraction. Again, you hop on a train, it races through a haunted gold mine. Um, and through the mountains there. So obviously it's a roller coaster. So for all you thrill seekers out there, uh, you will have a height restriction on there. Probably, I believe it's 40 inches. I used to work there, I should know that. Uh, but there you go. Thunder Mountain, give me your thoughts, people. What do you feel about Thunder Mountain? Let, let's start Thunder with the fact, wildest ride in the wilderness. Yeah, we're just gonna uh, talk about the fact that it is a hundred times better at nighttime. What? Right yes. during the day and you're Thunder Mountain like, eh. at night is magical and like i don't even care how many times you ride it i feel like every time i ride it i'm still surprised by how fast and jarring it is yeah like, i still find myself flying out of my seat even if i rode it like 10 minutes before oh, like yeah. it's so fun and you gotta sit in the back too i think sitting in the back is a lot better yeah so so he's saying that because if you haven't done the attraction all basically old school roller coasters that don't like slingshot you. It's literally just like momentum as you go over the hill. Um, yeah. So it starts off very slow as you go down the hill. So when you're in the back, once it starts gaining speed, you're just getting to the top of the hill. So you'll get the full downhill speedy part, but I'm not a huge thrill seeker, so I'll enjoy it wherever. <laughs> Tell me this now, since you guys are talking about attractions at night that are better, 
Can you tell me one attraction that you feel is not as good at night as it is during the day? Ooh, that's a good question. I was, that just kind of popped in my head, but I was trying to think. I'm of trying like, to think I don't of think what there's any attractions that I would say. Honestly, for me, like Mime Train, because I think like going in the cave in the daytime <sighs> is so much more like the. It's just such a drastic difference. But like at night, Mime Train during like. Fire like oh, now you're in the cave. Oh. I get that. I'm just trying to think. I've never been on my to outside rides. Jungle Cruise. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. You need to be able to see things. You gotta have the light. It's pretty creepy at night. It's creepy. It is creepy, but you have to focus a bit more. And I feel like that's a ride that you just have to like relax and listen to the dad jokes. So maybe maybe Jungle Cruise. Could we say maybe Safari too? If you find it, if you know an attraction, Safaris, yeah. I think maybe Safari. Amen to Safari. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm nice telling you, that's a terrible is good. They're like, look night. over there, there it is, and you're like, I see nothing. Yeah. And I like Everest at night, but one of my favorite parts about Everest is that if you look around you as you're climbing up, you can see like the Epcot ball, you can see, yeah. Ground, you can see, mm-hmm. um, you can see the castle, you can see like all of Hollywood Studios, and that's like my favorite part. So when you're going up at night, it's just kind of like, oh, there's rivers of light. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> like, What's weird is um, barnstormer at night. That one's weird. Really? Oh. How can you see anything? Many it's like five seconds. That's a thing. <laughs> it's a it goes so fast. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, like that's true. There's not much over there to see, and it's not tall enough to really get good views. Probably um, just feels a lot quicker than it actually is. I like that. I'll have to try that next time again. So, Big Thunder was definitely up there when it came to a lot of y'all's rankings too. Uh, I will say shout out to all my Thundercats out there when I worked at Thunder Mountain. What up, Thundercats? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> anyways, made. Thunder Mountain is made with 6,500 tons of steel, 90,000 gallons of water, 4,675 tons of mud, 4,000 gallons of paint when they created this attraction. The queue wow. line, uh, in the queue line, I do like this part. It is very interactive now, so you can kind of like trigger the explosives oh, yeah. on the ride, and like, it's fun for kids. It's fun for adults too. I have a good time with it. So the queue, I believe, they did a much better job because that queue, I'm telling you, it is hot. It was no boring. Air condition. It was yeah. It used to be so boring, and just like those fans in there, it just was like yeah. blowing hot air. Like every, it was terrible. So um, so I will give them that. Also, fun fact. The equipment, a lot of the equipment you see throughout the queue and throughout the ride is that is real old school mining equipment that they used to use back in the day. Also, really? the voice in the queue, the wildest ride in the wilderness. Yeehaw. That is also the voice of the person who did Ben Franklin and the American Adventure. Random. I love that. That's so random. There you go. All right. Number one on the list of attractions in Frontierland and number one in my heart. <laughs> Splash Mountain. Howdy, dude. Fast Pass Plus Attraction 40-inch requirement. If you have never heard of Splash Mountain, how dare you? But I will kind of talk about it right here. Storyline is based off of the movie Song of the South. You can follow Br'er Rabbit in his adventure to find the laughing place. It is a water flume ride with a couple big drops. Be careful, you may get wet. What do y'all got for me? Splash Mountain. I love this ride. First of all, I've never seen the movie, but there's just so many cool 
the, the ride is just incredible in itself. And like, it you, is. you, first of all, it's not even the big drop. That's like the main part of that. I think that the hill, there's one hill in there where you go down, it's pitch black and you go back up a little bit. That is the best hill on that ride. I think. And it's I would, terrifying. I, I would argue it, but it is so much fun. And yeah. so there is one part of the ride I wanted to mention that I don't, many people won't see unless you're like, no, someone tells you is whenever you're going through the laughing place, right before you go up the hill. Um, there's a little like, um, what are those things? Yeah, the jumper that pops down that says FSU. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's something that people don't notice ever. And Lauren, I Lauren, shout out. Hey. <laughs> yeah, so you, you guys, I won't say go the Seminoles because they're trash, but hey, hey, no, go Knights, go Knights, baby. Oh gosh. All right. Anyways. Mitch, explain again. So Mitch, explain things. again what the go. So basically, this gopher pops down out of the ceiling, and from what I understand, I hope I'm right. One of the co-creators or designers of the ride um, was uh, alumni of FSU, so he put that in the attraction so that whenever you're going underneath, it pops down and says FSU. Are and you like, just telling me this so I have to write it again next time I go? Did no, you know that, Lauren? They, they, they I did do. it. They seriously oh do. Gosh, yeah, you have to pay attention to it, and you have to like see it. Because you like, have to sit in like the very front, I think. Yeah, and, and it they happens used, for like a split second. It used to be really loud, but they've like toned it down lately, and it's been really soft. That's um, crazy. Okay, this is maybe my favorite fact that I've ever learned. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's really cool. And then I found out about it. I see it every time now, and it's like. But here's the one problem I have with it, and I, I think that if you understand what the movie Song of the South was about, and I've like read about it and how it. I don't know how to put it, but basically the, the movie is racist from what I know. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah. So that kind of, it. so then you start riding the ride and you start like understanding the characters and what their role was in the movie. And you're kind of like, okay, this is kind of a little bit of a, a weird, I, yeah. you know what I mean? I like, like, like I still love yeah. the ride. Like it's not going to affect me from that, but like, if you understand the context of it, you're kind of like, okay, this is kind of a little screwed up. <laughs> that movie is not being put on Disney plus and a lot of people are upset about it. Yeah, I know they took it off shelves and everything for a while. Yeah. So, but hard, hard movie to for see. For me, that ride, I think I put it as second best just because, like, I like it. It's cute. It's a very long ride. Someone mentioned that before the podcast. And there's, like, a lot of cool hidden Mickeys on it. Like, for instance, at one point, like, the rocks formed a Mickey. There's, like, the buoys form into Mickey. There's, like, writing that says, like, Mortimer Mouse or something like that mm. at some point. I don't know. Blake's the expert on all the Mickeys. But so that's like really fun to look out for. But other than that, my favorite part about writing that is writing it with people who have never wrote it before. And at every drop, you hear them just go, "This is it! This is yeah, the best! This is the drop! This is the drop!" <laughs> and you just tell them, "You're like, yes, it is. Yes, it is." You're like, "You're ready," and you go, "I'm like, ooh, it's a little drop." Or like <laughs> after the big one, when you're like rounding the corner to kind of go back to the queue line. As people come down the big drop, it spurts out water at you, and you just see people trying to like do the math if they're going to be under the water when the next yep. boat comes through. <laughs> they're just scurrying and scurrying. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like for me, like I never watched that movie, and I don't really know what the origin of Splash Mountain is. So like, I didn't have any like nostalgic factor when I wrote it. It's just like a cool ride for me. I don't know. Yeah, it's different. I do love the ride. I do love that it's inside and outside and that it is super long. And I love the song. Yeah. Song is catchy. I just refuse to get wet. And you get some really cool views again at night, especially. But when you're kind of wrapping around there up top of the mountain, awesome view of the castle. You get to see all your people down there waving at them. It's funny. But (laughs) 
I have um, a few a few different things from that also that I just thought of. I know that it is kind of a haunted ride too. There's been a few. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. yeah. So there's one drop, I guess, where a long time ago, a guy stood up and was decapitated. I know I'm saying all these weird, these weird, sad things oh my tonight, but like, gosh, <laughs> dude. yeah. But Mitch comes back for the first time in forever, and everything is depressing. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, apparently, like the guy like haunts it. And like, there's like those intrusions every once in a while, like at Mitch, the one. Are you hill. making this up? Dude. No, 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 no. I promise you, I could find an article. I, I'll post it somewhere. Okay. We'll post it on Twitter or something. Um, so you have that, and then have you guys ever done it like by yourself? Yes. I've yeah. got friends. But like, no, not. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Just kidding. on the other side. I've got friends. No, just like by yourself, like in your own. Floor. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've done it by myself once. Fun. <laughs> because really at night if you go at night when it's like kind of cold not kind of colder even just at night with like the last like 20 30 minutes it's literally like you can re-ride and stuff they don't care i've yeah. sat there before just one again it's like yeah. yeah okay let's send you again i love That's- riding that like right almost golden hour like sunset because it's still kind of dark and like pretty and mysterious but you can still see everything that's going on around you because that thing like you go in and out of it on all sides so like sometimes you'll see Main Street, Adventureland, like Frontierland. Like it's so cool. Nick, you work in Tomorrowland. Do you ever feel like this is like your rival land? Because it's like on the other side and it's like old school versus new school. It's where the mountains are. Um when I worked Frontierland, I feel like we used to always have like we'd be walking in the tunnels and you just didn't want to talk to Tomorrowland people. I did know that all like all the Frontierland cast members, so like Side note. Um, so for most cast members in Magic Kingdom, whenever you work like over six and a half hours, you get one 30 minute break. But yeah. apparently if you work Frontierland, you get a 45 minute break. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's quote unquote furthest. Away yeah, you're from so far else. from the cafeteria. And, uh-uh. I, yeah. As a Main Street yeah. cast member, but, I would like to say no. <laughs> but also like in Tomorrowland, we, if you try to go to the cafeteria, it's just a mess because you lose like pretty much half your break just getting there just so, walking yeah it takes me 15 yeah. minutes to walk from yeah. home shop all the way to the cafeteria it was bad yeah but i did know that but it's just because we don't really see each other because they're on the other side so it's like <laughs> love it so splash mountain nine hundred sixty-five thousand gallons of water in that baby uh it was originally going to be called zippa d river run well it's My- cute no, that sounded terrible. It sounds terrible. I mean, it's cute, <laughs> but like, I like that we have all the mountains and that they go together. That is true. It is true. Uh, Michael Eisner actually wanted to promote the movie Splash, which is about a mermaid with Tom Hanks. So he called it Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Really random. 52 and a half foot drop. Go over 40 miles an hour when you're going down. There are a bunch of audio animatronics. I think that's why I love it so much. Is just, I love like old school animatronics, but. Is that the tallest drop in on any ride? No, it's no. one of the smaller ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of which one. Would you count Blizzard Beach as a ride? That's 120 feet. No, no one counts. Leave the don't water. Ever park. Say that. No don't ever counts. say that. Dude. Actually, yeah. I'm just trying to think of what. Kind of overpowered by water park people today. Yeah, so you I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Just stop while your head, please. Thank you. He's not even that. Um. There you go. There you have it. So there is Frontierland at its finest. I will say the the music is great. I just I love the overall feel of Frontierland. I do too. Some about it. Again, you got a great food option for quick service. 
couple great attractions for you thrill seekers out there, especially you'd love that. Um, yeah. So let's go over some listener comments real quick before we get into our scores of what we're going to rate it. Uh, Urban Suburban just said country bear jamboree. So I asked everybody, everybody what's their favorite and least favorite parts about Frontierland are. All Urban Suburban said was Country Bear Jamboree, so I don't know if that's your favorite or least favorite. We'll go with favorite. I'm going to go with favorite because otherwise I'll just be too pissed off. Sam Tansky, shaded spots to watch Festival of Fantasy. Good take on it. Didn't think about it. There you go. Morgan Funder, only thing I do are Splash and Country Bears. Why are you avoiding Thunder Mountain? And he doesn't like roller coasters. If you like Splash... I don't like the roller coaster, but Thunder is not bad. It's just very jarring, I feel like. Um, yeah, true. So, Bry, one, two, two, three. Uh, Big Thunder at night, represent. You're feeling us. I like it. Um, call me with Annie. <laughs> this is classic, and how true is this? Call me with Annie. I hate people that wear ponchos on water rides. Do they do that in the shower? No. <laughs> Listen, if you ever want me on that ride again, I will be wearing a poncho. I hated working attractions and having to tell people to take off their ponchos. They weren't allowed to wear them on attractions. Well, why aren't you worst. allowed to wear them? What? Can you really not wear them? Yeah, it would it'd cause a mess on the attraction. And it was more like, I'm telling you, it was just bad. I saw people putting on ponchos to ride pirates the other day, and I was oh, like God. praying God. that they would get wet. I was like, please, here we go through all that effort. So, uh, D Taylor, and I actually, this is true for me too. So, got some like uh, Big Thunder Mountain is the first big kid ride that he ever had, went on. Aww. So, same here, actually. It's really funny. Mine was space. What's that? I think mine was space. Rock and roller coaster. Um, and then, oh, and then D Taylor also said hates the turkey legs, which do they, I don't think they do turkey legs there anymore, or do they still have the cart? Yeah, they do. They okay. Do. So the cart is still there. So I guess that's not technically like a food and beverage no. like main spot, but turkey legs. There you go. Gross. Outdoor bending. Yeah. Maybe that's what I was thinking of that has the churros. I think I th- maybe yeah, they do have a churro the, cart. I'll bet it, you they have it, a churro it, cart too. It's, chur- it's churros, Mickey pretzels, and turkey legs all in the same stand. Yeah. All three of them. So there you go. Um, so then we have JJ, JJ, JJ Carter. I don't know how many J's you put in your name. I don't know what it's for, but love it. Uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Mountain, hands down, best ride in Frontierland. Okay. There you no go. Care. Maggie Pierce, who was the winner of our uh, big sh- shirt giveaway that we did. Uh, she loved, she loves Big Thunder Mountain and likes Splash. But this is a big factor in it too, but she also never likes to feel wet during like the whole day. I get it. I feel that. That's and like a big like complaint no for Listen, guys, people. I don't live there. I only get to go every so often. And by often, I mean fairly often. And I like to be cute at the parks. I feel that. Okay. Uh, Luke <laughs> Cummington, um, as you move, you kind of move through time as you move through the land, he said. Uh, that was very deep. Kyle's Lee, 96, <laughs> Splash is the best, uh, but also the worst because Splash always closes during the winter, and it's always disappointing to go during the winter, and you can't do Splash Mountain because they're always kind of refurbishing it and doing all that during that time. Yeah, it does go down for a lot of refurbs, and it goes down a lot too. True. Yeah, true. 
Also, this was a very good point. He hates during parades. It's impossible to move when you're stuck in the parade and Frontierland. Yeah. Very that's true. Very that's true. comment on there. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's a I great do like its point. location. You can cut to a bunch of different spots yeah. in the park from there. Um, also, real quick, a couple more. Uh, what is this? Nicholas JB, 1986. All around amazing classic land. Throwback to Walt himself. I like that. Um, and Grace Strelka. I'm not even going to say your comment because you were hating on Country Bears. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was bad. And I don't even want to talk about it. So, Grace, that was your comment right there. I'm not even going to say <laughs> um, oh, And yeah. last but not least, my sister from an unmissed, Grace said, definitely favorite part is Splash Mountain, especially at night. There you go. Uh, when they are right about to close, they let you ride it a couple times um, and standing right by Splash to see the parade come out. So if you're actually focused on seeing the parade, great spot. If you're yep. trying to get out of Frontierland during the parade, not a great spot. Right. Bad idea. Go to um, Sawyer Island. And also said least favorite. I hate to say it, but country. Okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm stopping there. The show, the show is so sweet, but just can't really tough through it anymore. Okay. Yeah. What is wrong so with bad. you people? They need to update it. If they update it, it'll be a great attraction. But right now it's just good. My dad would make us see it every time we went to Disney growing up and would sing the song all day. I would hear them in my sleep. That's terrifying. Sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> Anyways, there you have it. Frontierland. Let's go through our ratings. We won't have a consensus rating until kind of talk to the others that weren't able to make it. We'll post it again on Instagram, Twitter, update you. But I want to hear from all of you, scale of 1 to 10, what do you rate Frontierland? All right, let's, go with, gonna... let's go, AJ. Oh. Okay, yeah. Y'all are probably going to hate me for this, but like, Honestly, the only reason I go there is for Big Thunder Mountain Splash. So, like, I have to give it, like, a four. Like, okay. Oh, okay, buddy. Okay. Like, I only do Splash, like, once every few months. And I only do Big Thunder Mountain, like, once every few weeks. Other than that, I don't go to Frontierland. Like, there's no point to me. I don't know. It's just not my favorite. Wow. I'm a Tomorrowland girl through and through. Oh, it's only up from here, I guess. Harsh. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go more of, like, the 7.5 range. Okay. Even though I don't do Splash or Tom Sawyer, they've got great food. And then Big Thunder and um, Country Bear are so great. Mm. And I just love its location. Like, I, I don't know. I really love it. Away from everything else. <laughs> so well, you can kind of cut in and out to like other places or go around. I just think it's, it's a good spot. Love it. Good rating there. Mitch, what do you got for us? Guys, we got we to gotta be honest with ourselves here. We've talked about this thing all night. We haven't had any complaints at all, really. So I'm going to go nine and a half. And, and my, wow. reasoning Hot take. This, my reasoning yeah. behind this is we have, first of all, you have good food. Okay. okay. Um, in the morning, it's not that busy because everyone goes straight to Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, you know, that area. So Frontierland's mm -hmm. kind of lower end. Um, we oh. didn't even talk about the shooting range or. Oh, yes. Actually, good call. We didn't talk about the shooting range or hoedown. I mean, yeah. come on. No, That's you got a point. I had that written down somewhere. Yeah. I got way too many so freaking we, notes. We have that, and then we have, uh, you know, 
you have Splash and Thunder, which are two great attractions, and there's not really one bad attraction there. I mean, you could, I'm, I'm not going to say Country Bear is bad, but I'm going to say, like, okay, it's probably one of the lower ones there. So, and I think that with the food being good, entertainment being good, and just the location of it, I have to give it a 9.5. Okay. Wow. All right. Nick, keep that going. What do you got? Um, I'm going to put Frontierland in a 7.2. Okay. 7.2. Yeah. I That's mean, pretty I good think, I, you know, Thunder and Splash, I always do it, but I'm also a big mountains person, so I almost can't not do it. Um, I also just did both of those earlier today, so. Mm. Uh, but oh, also, Pegos Grill nice. is like <laughs> one of my favorite restaurants in MK for quick service, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, I will rate it 8.6. 8.6. Very high for me as well. Um, yeah, again, great quick service. Uh, there's a couple better options out there in the other parks, but really not too many. But overall, Splash, Thunder, Country Bears, I mean, those are all going to be at the top of my list for attractions, which we will be getting to soon. We will be doing that very soon. But anyways, I just feel like the theming is great. Also, real fun fact for you as well. I heard that the architecture, so like Disney Imagineers, like the buildings that go from Frontierland to Adventureland, if you actually kind of like pay attention, you can kind of see like the theming. So like uh, when you think about like Pecos Bill, it's kind of in that like spot where it's it's almost like Spanish style, you know, kind of theme. Or like um, trying to think how to like say it. But like no, that makes is, sense. It, kind of, it blends into Adventureland because it's very – it kind of matches with like Tortuga and like things like that, you know, like that kind yeah. of style. So like it blends into both kind of cool. I didn't think about it, but um, so yeah, eight, six for me. I feel like this is going to be maybe our number one land. Well, it was going to be else's. until AJ gave it a four. So yeah, well, AJ's really know, weighing it down here. Be like honest. That's all I'm trying to be. Yeah. I'm just trying to be honest guys. That's so, why I gave Tomorrowland a 10 because it's the best. Just be honest. Love it. Uh, so, <laughs> As you hear this, um, we will be posting our scores again on Instagram, Twitter, and you can kind of, we'll ask you your rating. What do you think about the land? Uh, again, we'll rate it one through 10. We'll kind of hear your thoughts. If you have anything else about Frontierland or the podcast, again, you can reach out to us on all those social media platforms. And of course, email happiestpodcast at gmail.com. So do you guys have anything else before we wrap this thing up? Uh, Mitch. To all my Florida people, um, just a PSA. Pub subs, chicken tender, on sale, starting tomorrow. What? That is big news. That is a bombshell. Everyone, go get a They're also doing merch. Publix, chicken tender sub, merch. No freaking way. Shut up, really? Starting tomorrow as in Thursday? I don't... I don't know if that's tomorrow, but it might already be released. I'll have to look it up and send you all. To our listeners, if you've never had one before, go. So we They're are talking like about Publix. Publix. If you've never been to a Publix down there, big grocery store place. It's like the Chick-fil-A of grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. Like the grocery store in the South. Yeah. They the do their public subs, their chicken tender pub sub. They load it up to where like they it's put six so chicken full tenders of chicken. on it. Yeah, six chicken huge. tenders. And you get some buffalo on there. And Ooh. on sale, so that what is Honey it like four ninety nine, right, or something like $6.99, that? Six ninety nine. Oh, six ninety nine. Come on, Jared, it's twenty nineteen. I know you're sorry, man. I live in Michigan. I got Meyer, <laughs> Meyer for all my Meyer people up there, up here, represent. But anyways, I miss Publix. But good call, pubs, pub subs, chicken tenders. Go get them. 
while they're hot. That's all we got here at the that's Happiest it. Podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch, for ending on a good note there. All your negativity. Um, oh, my gosh. You're showing me the post. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to get going. This is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. We had a great time with this episode. Uh, stay tuned. We are going to be doing something very fun for our next couple episodes. Really looking forward to it. Again, add us, Happiest Podcast on Earth on all, on Earth, on all those social media platforms so you can join in on the fun. This is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. We will talk to y'all later, folks. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Adios.